0: Welcome back to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. Melissa Joy, and if you can't hear in my voice, we are celebrating today because this marks our 100th episode and I am joined by my 52 Pearls podcasting partner in crime, Melissa Freidenberg, who is really the key to success with this podcast. Melissa, I'm so glad to be here with you celebrating and I just wanted to start by saying thank you.
1: well. Oh. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be a part of it. Uh, it's been just a fun experience, and I cannot believe we're on our hundredth episode. That is just awesome.
0: Well, I remember back in the day, we had tested an episode just like to see, hey, I want to do a podcast. I keep thinking about doing a podcast. Melissa, will you please just come over to the office because we we work in separate locations, even though we're at the same company. So we got together and tentatively recorded one episode. Almost two years ago, in February of 2020, little did we know that a pandemic would be about to pounce, and that one dusty episode turned into a, I need to talk to people, they are scared and worried about money and a hundred other things,
1: and so we got the weekly rhythm going really quick. That's right. I forgot. We actually started this podcast before the pandemic, uh, not knowing what was coming at us, and Yeah, this has really been a way for me to feel connected with people, with our audience uh, during the pandemic as well. And, you know, we're still kind of in it now, but it's something, you know, I look forward to continuing to grow.
0: Well, you've been the backbone. What people don't know is that Melissa is recording half of the podcast, but then she's also been our editor in chief and doing all the logistics to get the podcast onto different mediums. We had to start out where we were only on Spotify and our website, but we've since expanded. So if you haven't heard the news, we're also on Apple podcasts and Google podcasts and others now, but Melissa has worn all the hats to make this possible. So we're a superhero when it comes to our podcast success.
1: Well, I'm totally blushing. I know you can't tell on a podcast, but thank you uh, for giving me some credit. I have to give you some credit for some of the amazing guests that we've had that you've been able to get through your network on our show, and of course, um, just having a lot of the ideas behind the show. So it's been a team effort, and so excited with the 2,600-plus downloads since we launched the podcast. We've come a long way from that first day recording in the conference room. Um, I remember being so nervous, and now it's cringy to listen back to some of those first episodes, but As I mentioned, 2,600 downloads, and 600 of them are in the last 90 days since we've been um, on those expanded platforms. So I'm very, very excited about the possibilities and the future as we continue to grow.
0: Yeah, we've definitely been seeing in our analytics that you, our audience, is growing. And just a little ask: if you if you happen to hear an episode and think, "Gosh, somebody else would benefit from it," we love when you share. We love when um, if you're able to. Give us a like or a review, thumbs up um, or down. Um, tell us what you really think um, because we're listening. We know a lot of our our listeners are younger and um, mid career women, and so thank you, thank you for being our audience.
1: Yes, we love that when you share our episodes and also feedback. I mean, it's tough every time we record an episode. I'm like, I don't know if anyone's going to listen. But it's so nice when clients and, um, you know, just people in our community mention, I actually had, my husband and I went out to dinner about a month ago and the waitress, who I know because it's our regular spot, was like, "I, you have a podcast, right? A weekly money wisdom podcast. I listened to that and it's fabulous. I love it. And honestly, that just, it made my night. It made my month. I mean, it's still making my year. So um, we love to hear that. And again, of course, any feedback, things that you'd like us to change. And with that, Melissa, um, would you like to talk about some of the things we are going to change in season three?
0: We've started to have some episodes and we plan to have more where it's just one or the other of us talking about a very specific topic and trying to, you know, tell you stories, but also give you actionable items. So you may have heard that in our first episode of the year. We're still going to have fabulous guests and also plan to do episodes with each other. Um, But we do want to make sure that you as listeners are taking away incremental achievable steps and kind of action items. So we want to give you a heads up on that formatting adjustment where we're going to try to incorporate some of those how-to episodes.
1: Yes, I'm excited to still have guests, but also record some episodes that are solo episodes where we can share stories and successes and maybe past failures, as well as get more granular uh, on investment concepts and things that we know our audience uh, would like to learn more.
0: Yeah. One of the things that we know is that for women, we I hate to overgeneralize, but we know our audience is female typically. And Women just don't get spoken to about investments as much. Studies have been done in the past. And when women are taught about money, they're taught about how to budget. And when men are taught about money, they're taught about how to invest, going back to when we were girls and boys. And um, you know, I love talking about financial planning in general, even though I started just solely focusing just on investing in my career. So I was an investment professional first, and then I became a financial planner. Um, who, who focus on all of the aspects of your life. And so, you know, reading studies about women and and how they don't get the opportunity to learn about as much about investing. And then anecdotally just talking to women who say, I just don't know where to start. I don't feel like I know enough. There's a sense of imposter syndrome when it comes to money. And I know investing is a big portion of that because so many of us need to make investment decisions in our retirement accounts, et cetera. And so, next 100 episodes, we're going to double down and make sure that we are focusing on some of those investment specific topics. And if you heard episode 99, or maybe you want to look back, we were talking about passive versus active investing. And we're really going to break down a lot of those little topics that get me back to where I cut my teeth in the financial world on that investing and and Melissa did too. So, um, I'm so excited to share that, um, knowledge in a way that's relatable and you don't have to have a PhD or your, you know, master's in finance to feel like you're comfortable listening in and taking action with our advice and comfortable with saying that you don't understand something and not be feeling like you'll be belittled or spoken down to. So we'll talk about a little bit about that imposter syndrome as well. Um, so I am pumped for all that plus the special guests and our team continues to grow. So you've heard Alexa, Kane, and Hannah near on episodes, and I hope that you'll hear from Maggie Seagrave and Jackie Ressler, who jo- just joined our team.
1: Yes, I am so excited for Jackie to join us and to pass the torch to other team members to contribute as well and share their wisdom. Lots of great things ahead in season three.
0: The brain trust is strong at Pearl Planning, and if you're a listener who has enjoyed. Being on this journey, um, Melissa and I were brainstorming as we were thinking about launching the next 100 episodes. And one thing that I mentioned that really I think we both agreed might might be a great fit is if you're listening and you're getting something out of this, this should really be helpful on your journey to financial confidence. So if you feel like each episode is giving you a little more um conviction that you have the knowledge you need to maintain your financial affairs, whether that's hiring the right person to work with you or making your decisions yourself, then I think that the podcast is achieving the job we want it to do.
1: Love it. Journey to financial confidence, our theme for the next 100 episodes and beyond. I can't wait.
0: So we're talking about the journey to financial confidence and Melissa, it has been a minute since the market pulled back much more than 5%. Um, but here early January, we have that going. Um, I thought we might just take a minute to talk to people about how to deal when the market and the headlines say that things are going down.
1: Right. Because that is definitely a time when investor confidence is shaken. That's right. So I
0: want to leave you with three thoughts about when markets are down, and we'll make sure to include some blog posts that we've written that are evergreen about how to orient yourself in the cycle of the market. So number one, I want you to think about past times that there were negative returns in the stock market. The last one that sticks out to me was March of 2020, which was a big, abrupt, just like drop. Um, And when you look at a chart nowadays, it looks like a big V because there was a very quick recovery. And you can't predict how things are going to go, you know, after day one or after the day you just lived. Um, But give yourself some context of other times Mm -hmm. in the past that you've been an investor and um, remind yourself that, you know, the direction that today is, is not a permanent condition. So that would be number
1: one. And can I add something to that? Yes, please. In addition to context, time horizon. Even as a financial professional, I get panicked sometimes when I listen to the news or read headlines about the market. Most common thing for me is to think about what my planning timeline is. Now, I still have time in the accumulation phase, but even for those people who have recently retired or thinking of retiring soon, you have to look at that retirement period as like a 30-year period, right, Um, for most people. So really looking at those assets that you have invested and what they're earmarked for and what that time horizon is for when you're going to need to use those assets. That can be really comforting when you have especially a short period of time, like say one month into 2022 um, with some volatility to really keep it in perspective.
0: Absolutely. So that was actually, you led right into it. Oh no. Did I steal your number
1: two? I'm sorry. Oh, you didn't. Because <laughs> it. it's exactly
0: what we say every day. But number two is that you need to focus on, okay, what's the point of this money that you're thinking about? So if you're 45 and you're concerned about the value of your retirement account, you've got you know 15 or 20 years in most cases until you're going to be using those funds. Um, if you're contributing money to funds, then it may mean that you're investing in a lower price than you would have the week or or two before, so really reorient yourself to what is the point of the money. And then the third thing I would mention, and I mentioned this particularly right now because 2021 and even post onset of COVID, it was a time where individual stock choices were really celebrated. So you know, you had the meme stocks, you had um, home run hits from work from home stocks, and Kind of a digital transformation. Um, and it was an easy time to get a lot of bravado around your ability <laughs> to kind of pick, oh, I knew that was going to go up and you know, swing for the fences with some home runs. But I want you to step back and ask yourself if you really have a process for investing or if you've let too much of your kind of investment capital turn into kind of a gambling account. So make sure that you are oriented to, toward a long-term process that's built to last and not just for those markets where everything seems to go higher, but for the days where there's bumps along the way. So I think number three is just remember to that you need a process. And if you don't have one, you need to figure it out. Whether you work with someone like us, a professional, or you're doing it yourself, you've got to have something that works both in up markets as well as down markets because not every day is, is sunny when it comes to investing.
1: Yes. And if you do those three things, no matter what the market is doing, you will have confidence in your ability to make financial decisions, investment decisions. So um, certainly if you're listening to this and you have questions that you would like us to address in the next 100 episodes, please email us at melissa at pearlplan.com. And we are just so grateful for our listeners and for the ability to connect with you. And I'm thankful for my partner in this podcasting adventure, Melissa. Thank you so much. Well, thanks again, Melissa. And we'll see you in episode 101. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're
0: interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.